0: What are the essential skills that a baby born today will need in our rapidly changing world? This is the topic that we are exploring in Episode 5 of our podcast. Welcome. We hope to enlighten, inspire, or just spark conversation and curiosity about teaching and learning. In Ted Dintersmith's book and documentary, Most Likely to Succeed, he examines the history of education from the one-room schoolhouse to the efficient system that produced an unmatched workforce for our once-industrial economy. But as we transform from an industrial economy to what Tony Wagner calls a knowledge economy, our conventional education system is falling short in preparing graduates for the innovative world they will live in. Rather than preparing graduates for jobs that require known skills, we are preparing our graduates for jobs that don't exist yet, many that they will create themselves. Tony Wagner identifies what he calls the global achievement gap, which is the gap between what even the very best schools are teaching and the must-have skills that students need for the future. He identifies seven skills all students need. Critical thinking and problem solving, collaboration across networks, agility and adaptability, initiative and entrepreneurialism, effective oral and written communication, assessing and analyzing information, and curiosity and imagination. Do these sound familiar? For the past several years, teachers in Estes Park School District have been exploring the latest research on educational reform to learn how to meet the needs of students growing up in today's digital age. The world is changing rapidly, and we know we need to change with it. This exploration culminated in the district adopting seven global outcomes for all students. You will find many parallels between our global outcomes and Tony Wagner's seven. But there is something much more special about our global outcome competencies. These were not pulled out of a hat or decided by a group of individuals and published. These were the result of community conversations. Many hours were spent discussing, debating, sharing ideas and research with many stakeholders. Community conversations were held all over the Estes Park community and parents, community members, students, teachers, administrators, law enforcement and business owners participated in these conversations. Born from these conversations were the seven global outcome competencies. Our Estes Park community believes with these competencies, every student will have success in today's knowledge economy. Our global outcomes include communication, critical thinking and problem solving, creativity, physical, social, and emotional wellness, compassion and global awareness, perseverance, and collaboration. I am just so excited to take you into a classroom at the high school where these global outcomes really come alive. Students are the leaders and creators and owners of their learning. Come with me into Bob Reagan's business management classroom. They call it BAM Company.
1: We'll be popping in and making sure that you guys are there too um, and stuff. So that's a new thing that um, we'll be having there when we start up next week. Um, We'll have the burrito card next week. And the store will be open next week. So, prepare to get back into the groove of things. I know this week was a little different, but we need to just take a step back and fix a lot of things that needed to be fixed. Um, We'll have the weekly reports next week. We have that VP meeting on Tuesday, so don't forget about that. And other than that, I think our business is good for today.
0: That voice you heard was the voice of Camden Arnold. Camden is the CEO of BAM Company. What you heard was her wrapping up the class period. She begins every class period by meeting with everyone, reviewing goals and agendas, and she meets with all of her vice presidents of all her departments to make sure everything's running smoothly and on schedule. These students have built this company from the ground up.
2: Yeah. Um, are we going to do it as a pre-order
3: yeah,
0: though? It depends on how long it takes to get here. We really want to um,
1: so we can
3: not have extras. Know how much we need to order
1: so we don't lose money on it so we can't sell the extras cuz yeah.
2: Cuz if we order
1: like 100 and we only sell 50, that's 50 that we lose profit on and we don't want to lose
0: profit. That was Camden working with Jennifer Johnson, her vice CEO and Blake Murray who's the store manager. They're working on planning their Valentine's Day sales. I interviewed Camden to learn more.
1: So what was really, um, we had to start practically from the ground up. We had to create this class, we had to figure out how we wanted it to work. Um, And so really we structured it into departments like you would in a normal company. So we have a production department, an HR department, a um, marketing department and management department and then we have uh, finance and then we just have a like a upper management like a CEO department um so we have them as those little branches and so what we do is that we come in every morning and I discuss all right, these are the plans for the day this is what we really I kind of see what we need to get done um and I have just a big board like a uh, company discussion about right these are the plans for the day This is this is what it kind of looks like and then every branch does their part
0: this doesn't just happen. Students don't get together and magically create something out of nothing, collaborate with each other and problem solve and learn financing skills and create a successful business from the ground up. This has all been masterfully orchestrated by teacher Bob Reagan.
4: Bamco started as a, an attempt to resurrect a business course. Kids get to run it and kids get to decide what it looks like and what it's going to be and With our focus on global outcomes, this seemed like a really good time and a good fit for trying something brand new.
0: What are you excited about that you're seeing from the students?
4: Um, I was apprehensive at first because in order to teach this class, you have to basically give up control. Um, That's not always easy for us as classroom teachers to just allow students to make decisions and fail and figure out how to fix it and and it, it has not gone all the way the direction I would have necessarily taken it um, but that's part of the the good outcome that's why that's where the students are thriving i think
0: traditionally education has been that we we the teacher have a clear picture of what it looks like in the end right and right with Students as the creators, the teacher has to give that up. There is no clear mm-hmm. product at the end. You have to let go and be willing to let the kids create what that product looks like in the end. Right. In the parameters, they're good. Right,
4: and I mean, it, it's not like you know, you just unlock the door and they they just go. You're still involved as a teacher, but it's more like that mentor role. Um, interjecting little suggestions here and there or maybe trying to help them decide to veto an idea that may not be heading the right direction or encouraging ideas. Essentially the class is run by students. It's organized by students. All I really did was put some structure around it Mm -hmm. at the beginning Um, and the board of directors. You know we have a board of directors that are you know so our school principal is on the board The finance team from admin is on the board, and then Marin Bosley, you know, that seemed like a good fit. Yeah, seemed like a good fit, and so that's been really helpful. And we've tried to structure it just like a corporation. One of the big things I think that helped kids buy in was they put a financial stake in the company. We sold stock, and. Uh, one of the requirements for the course was each student would commit to buy one, at least one share of stock in the company. And so they all did. Um, we capped it at 10. So the most you could buy was 10 shares. Okay. And we had students buy 10, and we had students buy 1. And so then at the end of the year, we'll liquidate the business and share the profit or share the loss, however it goes.
0: Wow. Yeah.
4: Try to roll everything, make it as real life as we could make it.
0: These students have put together a product line by surveying their peers, all invested their own money, purchased, inventoried, marketed, and sold products for a net gain, and this is just the beginning.
4: This class really lends itself to being an entrepreneurial training ground, right? So we're trying to do some new, some pop-up things, some startup businesses, more than just a school store. And and see how that really works and and what that takes and what the traits of an entrepreneur look like. And so that's sort of the direction I would like to go and that'll involve everybody.
0: And it does. The learning reaches outside of the classroom. These students have formed partnerships with others to gain knowledge. Aidan Scott stepped into the CFO position this semester, a position new to him. I was lucky enough to listen in as he was getting some training from our high school bookkeeper
2: as long
1: as you guys enter every single sale, which can be tedious, but at the same point, it can be huge to let you guys know what you're selling more of and what you're selling less of. Um, And remember though, the credit cards show up different in visions as the lump sum, like what we talked about, as opposed
0: to all those little individual sales. Do you see that data being something that you guys need and could
3: use?
5: Yes, Um, because with the credit cards, it's taking like four cents or something like that out of our Goods, so we might have to change what we do with the credit cards. And then also let us know what's selling badly and what we should just stop selling or change the price of.
0: She is one of many professionals building partnerships with students in this class. Students shared a lot about what they learned in the first semester and all the departments have set some goals for the new year. First, let's hear from the CEO. It's what I brought
1: into new this year is that uh, we have a weekly report that's due every last day of class, and that tells me what you've been doing this week, what you struggled with this week, what your goals were this week, what did you accomplish. So I know what's going on within your company in case you I haven't talked to you this week or I haven't I haven't been able to come over there. And I just think we all had to learn how this business runs, how how we had to feel out how the store kind of works and how what really works for the store and what works for this company like we first started out with a coffee cart and we had it out every single morning and we didn't really get a lot of business and we tried that out we thought it would be like a really good thing we really invested in it we made partnerships to get that up and running to make it the best we can be but it didn't really work out as well as we wanted to so we ditched it to only one day a week and now we're making a better profit off of it we're not losing as much
0: here's Blake Murray the school store manager
2: basically I'm in charge of Everything basically down here. So I manage inventory. I do scheduling and staffing the cleaning schedule, make sure it's clean, uh, make sure it's opened and closed on time. And my I'd say my biggest thing to date now was probably the big training program. Yeah, this is kind of what it went through. You had to
0: build a training program. Yeah, there's two pages
2: of it, and. So there's a checklist for opening the store, just expectations and stuff during the store, and then the closing. And basically, there's a lot of technical stuff that has to do with the whole money handling kind of side of it. So basically, we have to make sure that they know how to count the money and make sure that it gets to the right place without getting lost, because that would be bad.
0: Now let's hear from the financing department and talk with Aiden and Andrew. So it's a new semester. Can you guys tell me a little bit about what you learned from your first semester in business
6: class? We're trying to really learn more about each position and try not to get behind on anything and make sure we have everything up to date with everyone so that they know how the company is
5: either benefiting or losing.
0: What are some of the things you're going to change?
3: This new
5: semester? Um, We're gonna be using a PO system which is basically uh, we're gonna hold money off to the side from our account before we make a final purchase so that way it helps us budget so if we need to make any other purchases we already know how much money we will have and we want better ways of when we're balancing out our cash box a better way of keeping track of how much money is in there and who counted it and so forth
0: now let's hear from sophia and Luis in the human resources department
3: we've written some goals down of just seeing like what as a vp i want to do but also as a department what we think we want to do as hr this semester so um, Luis came up with bettering communication um, inside the company and also outside in the school community with like the weekly newsletter. And I thought that was an awesome idea. was a good idea. And Camden really loves it too. Um, and we've kind of talked about uh, just figuring out incentive programs, because that was a thing that we talked about last semester, but we never really put in place. So I think that would definitely be and just something that would help us push forward as a company. Um, I think that like we haven't really been prepared for a lot of the stuff that can come up in a business especially when we're working in the school store or just inside of our workplace. So with the case scenarios um, we're gonna take a side a day where we sit down with the entire business and we're like hey this is a certain scenario that you've been put in and let's figure out what you think would be the best like direction to go Um, and also if it gets worse here's like the way to go and all of that stuff so there's not really a wrong way to do things but I think it's really important that we kind of show the class like how to be professional in a job And a lot of us already have jobs, but it's really important to just take these skills wherever you go. Mm
0: -hmm. Next, I talked with Cody, Antonia, and Axel in the marketing department.
1: The first semester was kind of rough because it was just the two of us, so if we needed like, help or anything, like we didn't really reach out to other people, we just did everything on our own, and I think this semester, we want to change that, and if we need any help, we want to like, ask people, because we worked on business cards, and that took us
0: two months to do, just because it was the two of us doing them, so that was kind of a challenge. And here's Manuel and Jake to tell you what they learned first semester in production. What are some of the challenges you guys had first semester that you found solutions to this semester?
5: Mm, trying to start up, like trying to get the store set up and trying to figure out who to sell to and what to buy, and that, that was difficult to do for a while.
0: Okay, you found some solutions to some things? Yeah. Anything we else? gave
5: out surveys, just like see what they want, like oh. in the stores and stuff like that.
0: And so then you used that information and data to do then do some planning for the semester? Yeah. That's that great. So you guys are taking some of the challenges you had and you're finding solutions to them now? Yeah. As I talk with all the different departments, one of the questions I had for all of them is what global outcomes do you feel you have developed from participating in this class? Let's hear what they have to say.
1: One thing I think is communication. Um, In our first semester that was probably our hardest thing is that we didn't communicate well. So for us I think it's been a challenge to communicate with each other because we don't really, we've never had a class where we're forced to work together so much and So often it's it's an everyday process where you have to work together, you have to communicate your thoughts, your expressions, your ideas really, really well so that someone else can understand them as you do. And then we have a lot of others too, which Jen can talk
0: about. So (laughs) would you say communication is the primary one for a CEO position? Absolutely. You have to, yeah. Maybe a secondary one, Jen?
3: Um, I think definitely before the semester when I was in production a lot of things that happened was the like collaboration and problem solving portion of it. Mm -hmm. This semester we're going to really work on the collaboration part.
6: Definitely teamwork. This class is mainly based off teamwork and really helps you build that skill and out in the real world you in any job you need to be a good team member to have either a good work environment or just have a
5: good day at work so there's no conflict between co-workers. It also focuses a lot on critical thinking because if we notice there's a problem we have to think of a way to fix it or we have to think of what's working, what's not working and so on and so forth. I mean we're a business,
2: you gotta think of something. Definitely something along the lines of kind of teamwork and leadership.
3: Communication, being able to talk to one another and the whole team together,
1: that was a challenge
3: but we're working on that. Our problem solving has improved a lot, especially since the business cards. We
1: learned from that, and we learned for future business people that will work here, uh, they'll know what to do and what not to do. And it's like I guess communicating with people like outside of this classroom. Like um, I don't really talk to people that well, but now that we're marketing stuff, you know, like it was something new, like talking to everyone. So I guess I'm like a big
0: It is clear that these students are gaining skills that will set them ahead in life: building and keeping relationships, managing conflict, finding solutions to problems, being resilient and resourceful, and thinking critically. I just get so excited when I talk to these students. I am so proud of them and our school district, and I can't wait to read about all the great things they will do in the future. So what are the future plans for these students?
6: Well, I want to open a, a restaurant. That's my dream job. And so, yeah. Kay. As you
0: think about she starting your business from ground up, what are some of the challenges that you
2: think you're going to have?
6: Um, maybe the start of the business. So like, you know, getting money from the beginning and all that.
1: This kind of helped me because um, my family, we just opened a new business in town. So um, getting help from this class is like getting help for the
0: business. So you're actually implementing some of the things you're learning right now as yeah. your family opens a new business.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That is cool. Yeah. So are you able to go home and share with your parents some of the things you're learning? Or yeah. the things that are happening that you're learning from? Yeah.
5: Uh, probably like at some point, I'll also want to open up a business and that can help me out. Well, I've always been. Um,
6: interested in business and things in that nature so when I go to college my plan is to get uh, my MBA in either finance or accounting. I was basically coming into this blind and I've
2: learned quite a bit from being in this class.
0: What are you now seeing are skills you're going to need in the future to to develop?
2: Um, I'd say definitely more money related skills kind of like doing taxes, accounting, making sure everything is budgeted. Mm. Now that's not per se 100% my job here. However, I do have to make sure all of that is running properly. And so going into college where money's tight and everything, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna need to, that really helps me.
3: So I wanna go to business school or at least um, get a bachelor's degree in a bus- in business. And um, I think that just through this, like even just last semester watching the people kind of take those roles on and becoming leaders really has shown me the leadership skills that a lot of us need in daily life
5: i want to be a veterinarian uh, after college or so so i believe this position that i'm in right now i think that'll help me how to deal with customers and like other people on how to uh, take approach on the situation
3: next year since i'm the intern this year i'm going to be the ceo of this class next year and so i think me being an intern is going to help with help me decide whether i actually want to go into business which has been in my mind or whether i want to go into something completely different
1: i am going to be attending unc uh next fall in Greeley, and i'm going to for um, elementary education and i'm really really excited And um, this was really, it really helps me come into my own as a leader. And as a teacher, you are a leader to your students, you are a role model, everything like that. So that I think will really help me become more confident when I'm a teacher. This has
4: been the coolest thing ever. It's been way more successful than I even hoped for, especially for a first year, because these students have, they're making it up as they go. There's really not a a set roadmap here, but I think it's it's one of those experiences that they'll remember and I know I will.
0: I've been so inspired by Bob Reagan and his BAM company. I hope you have been too. Thank you to all the students who sat down with me and took time from their very busy class period to talk. I wish I could have interviewed everybody in the class. I hope you enjoyed listening. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to EPSDPD Podcasts and stay tuned for episode six where we'll explore diversity in our district.